again and welcome once again to the Global Fly Fisher podcast with uh, Global Fly Fisher partner Martin Bjorkensen himself uh, speaking to you from the windy Danish coast in February uh, today talking about Fishing but not catching, being skunked, having nil trips, doing bad when you're fishing. Of course, spawned by the fact that we are not doing very good today. Uh, We're actually five guys fishing and uh, we've caught a couple of fish between us, two. I've caught nothing and uh, two of the other guys have caught one each and one's been lost so taking into consideration that we're closing in on three o'clock in the afternoon that's not really extremely productive but uh, certainly this is February and uh, on these uh, in these parts of the world that's not the best best time of the year to go fishing at all so I wouldn't really expect much more than that but um, still it does happen that you go and don't catch anything Um, I was reminded actually by a thread on the on the forum about the first fish of the year which I actually caught already Uh, the 6th of uh, January actually I caught the first fish of the year which was uh, great because last year um, I actually started out uh, with almost three months without fish Uh, I had 19 like 1 9 almost 20 trips in a row without fish Uh, I had to wait until the 24th of March as far as I remember to catch my first fish on the Danish coast meaning that I had fished from sometime in December and all the way through January and February and almost to the end of March before I caught anything that's skunked for you if I've seen or heard anything like it it was really really bad and I was really really depressed Uh, hopefully things are not going to be that bad this year first of all because I have caught my first fish not that I've caught many more than that but anyways and second of all because I haven't been out 19 times and probably won't be out 19 times before mid-March because uh, actually conditions are pretty bad it's been very windy and the weather has been really unstable and it's been really you know all in all not really appealing we dread the northern and northwestern winds here where I fish uh, because the coast that we usually fish is exposed in in these winds and uh, it's been uh, it's been very windy as it is today but at least today the uh, the wind is in the southern corner so we actually do have a chance uh, we definitely have a hard time casting because the wind is just kind of pounding over the hills behind me and just you know beating down on the water you see these 
these slashes of wind like what we refer to as helicopter winds because they look like when you have a helicopter hovering over you uh, and they definitely make casting a, a, a real pain every time you get a, a decent back cast you can be sure that the, the forward cast will be ruined by um, by the wind and the chance of getting a decent back cast is really bad because you have a very very hot wind in your back of course that adds to the pessimism here uh, at least my pessimism I, I really detest fishing in weather like that I definitely prefer mild weather and, and, and a gentle wind I don't mind wind that much but uh, meaning gentle meaning like even and and all and constant that makes life so much easier another thing about this type of weather is that we've got cloud cover and it's actually not that warm it's just above well probably four five six degrees centigrade uh, well above freezing but still not warm at least not when it's this windy and um, I my experience tells me that it's it's not a good type of weather to catch fish in so I I basically go to take pictures record podcasts do some casting sit on the beach and drink some tea and coffee and eat some cake and then just have a nice time uh, not as much to cast, ca catch fish because if I if I was here to catch fish I would probably definitely be more disappointed than I am but anyways it is nice to be out as always and right now I found a place that's a bit calm as you probably able to hear it's not that windy here but we're still have a bit of wave action and the water looks nice and the coast is really beautiful and there is of course the odd chance of, of ca catching anything so let's um, let's just talk a bit about what you can do if if you're if you're skunked if there are any any strategy at all that you can you know adapt in order to either become become unskunked meaning catch a fish or at least not be as depressed as you can sometimes uh, be when you um, when you don't catch anything into the water and started fishing and hopefully I will be able to prove myself wrong in that this is a skunked trip but well we'll see I'm fishing and uh, I've actually found a place where I'm able to cast uh, and able to get a bit out and away from the beach which um, could ruin my back cast in uh, in in this uh, tricky wind here and um, well maybe uh, as I said a podcast about being skunked with a fish that would be nice but anyways what do you do if you're not catching well there are obviously a couple of reasons why you you're not catching anything uh, one reason is that there are no fish 
in which case which I think is the case today and in which case you can you can probably do very little there came the wind as you can hear uh, if there are no fish well you can uh, you can basically do only one thing or a couple you can you can wait until fish appear uh, if you're in a place where the fish will you know come and go or you can move to a place where it's more likely to find find fish so one one obvious reason as I said is that there are no fish the other pretty obvious reason is that you're doing something wrong uh, in your fishing meaning that uh, you're fishing in the wrong place wrong depth wrong fly wrong you know tactic altogether and uh, and that you can change too of course uh, which is more what you would do if you if you've seen fish if you see other people catching fish and if you uh, if you you see signs of uh, of fish being around uh, or like signs of food in the water or underwater so if you if you go and and know that there are fish in the in the area that you're fishing well you just have to find find out what what you need to do to catch them and that can be many many things of course you never never know what what you need to do because in most cases you're you're probably doing your best already and uh, and trying you know every fly in the box and uh, using split shot on your leader and not and trying nymphs and trying dries and whatever and you may have seen fish you may have seen action you may have seen other people catch fish and for some reason you don't seem to be able to do it yourself and well you just have to work for it um, uh, one thing that I often do when when I know that there are fish around and nothing really happens and I I can't I can't seem to get things to work is just take a break I mean it's it's maybe not really doing anything but uh, for some reason if you've been casting for you know a few hours maybe if you've been standing in the same place or following the same current in a stream or fishing the same stretch of coast well you know sometimes just taking a break and doing something different can actually make a big big difference when you when you return you might use the same line the same fly the same cast and whatever but for some reason you know the fish have maybe calmed down after having been disturbed you may have regained a bit of strength in your tight arms or you know your fly may be dry uh, and float better or whatever and uh, just taking you know 10 or 15 minutes where you do nothing just sit on the bank or the beach and and watch out for stuff happening or lie down on your back and sleep and that can actually do a big difference um, it's not rare that you enter the water or go to the water in a place that that you've been fishing for a while and when you return you actually start catching fish they may have been spooked they may have been put down by your casting they may have been you know whatever but that sometimes work of course you can also see on occasions that you have fish following your fly or looking at your fly they might might rise to the dry fly but not take it they might you might get 
indications of fish close to your nymph for, you know, for some reason they just don't take. And um, you never know what's, what the reason is. You can't ask the fish and you can only guess, but um, a good strategy in that uh, in that case seems to be to really do something radical, meaning that if you're fishing a light nymph, try something really heavy. If you're fishing a small dry fly, try something really huge. If you're fishing a, you know, a small streamer, try some really big bushy muddler or something and really go to the absolutely opposite of what you did before. The classic of course being changing from a large fly to a small one in many cases when fish refuse a fly it's just because it's it's huge it's too big and going down in size is often a very good way of enticing picky fish but I have seen the opposite happen many times you know I've been fishing in streams where nothing has happened and I've been fishing you know fine dry flies on the surface and really doing what I could to get everything to float nicely and and nothing has really happened and then I've put on a huge heavy green woolly bucker and just dunked it out downstream and fished it across stripping it back in and bam there you went a fish would just have 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 you know not been able to withstand the temptation of this big green thing just swimming across and you know in many cases when you are with you know, when you fish over fish that have seen a lot of different flies, you know, something really, really, really dif different might, might do the trick. You can also try, you know, casting further, you know, towards the opposite bank or just further out. You can try fishing deeper. You can try, you know, fishing along your own bank. If you've been fishing upstream all day, you might try fishing downstream. You can, you can actually change your strategy in many, many ways, but the important message here is of course if nothing happens and you have a, a, a basic idea that there are fish around well do something do something about it don't just continue doing what you always do you know stop doing what you always do and and just uh, try something else trick is of course to keep an eye out for other anglers in the area if you if you have other people fishing uh, um, nearby you like I have today I, I, I have the, the friends that I'm fishing with within you know visual distance and that's just to keep an eye on them you know if they're catching they're obviously doing something right that, that, that you're not doing and uh, and you might just check out what it is that they're doing you know they might have a fly that you don't have they might have a strategy that you don't have they might use a heavier line than you or you know casting in a different way and and it's obvious that that as soon as somebody starts catching well you actually need to check out what's happening if if you don't if you don't catch and they do um, as it is right now my friends are catching nothing so I'm not really frustrated in that in that way I know that if if any of them will will start catching I will I'll probably check out what's happening and 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 I'll probably move move closer because in in uh, this type of water that we're fishing now 
it's um, it's very common then that the, the fish are moving in schools and staying in in a specific area and um, if you uh, if you see somebody consistently catching fish you might as well move closer particularly if it's somebody you know uh, because the chance of uh, finding the fish in front of him or her is actually a lot bigger than uh, than where you are because they've obviously proved that there are fish in the area so well this is the price of fishing in the wind now I'm just untangling a fly that's wrapped around my rod tip I just hate fishing in this this wind and my dog on the you might have heard my dog Divus on the beach behind me here he's He's barking because uh, the fly keeps passing very close over him and, and he, he likes to sit on the beach just behind me uh, but he hates of course being hooked by, by a fly which has happened a couple of times not severely except for one time I'll tell you about that in a minute but um, that means whenever the, f the fly passes over him he will you know run back and forth and, and bark a bit once actually he just sat nicely down behind my friend Henning and uh, he was sitting there, you know, while Henning was fishing, and I was a bit of further away, and uh, suddenly I heard Henning say, sit, 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 you know, and the dog running along the beach and trying to outrun him, and it finally sat down, and when I approached, I could, uh, I could see him, you know, messing around with one of its ears, and actually it had a fly sitting very nicely in one ear just you know pierced through the the ear itself the dog was the dog was pretty calm about it and uh, we actually just uh, you know cut the the fly cut the the tip off the fly and and pulled it out and there was no no big issue about that no blood or anything like that but definitely uh, the dog didn't like having a, a fly stuck in its ear so since then it's been even more careful about sitting behind me and right now he's just you know walking along the beach and just staying out of, of harm's way which is which is pretty good well back to the uh, the theme being skunked as I said if you see people catching fish you can of course you know you can select going really really close to them and fishing right next to them which might be a good idea depending on whether it's somebody you know or, or don't know. If it's, uh, if it's strangers catching, you might not want to be quite as disturbing, you know. You might just go near and see what they're doing and just kind of uh, lurk and, uh, and maybe ask what fly they're using or if they're doing something in particular. But if, if it's somebody you know, well, I, I think it's, uh, it's a pretty good idea to, to get you know, close together and, and fish the same water with the same strategy and share the, the, the joy of, uh, of catching. And actually that's an, another thing that you can do if you're, if you're, you know, depressed and frustrated over catching nothing. That is actually uh, enjoying when, when other people catch fish. You might be in a situation where your casting skills are inadequate or, you know, whatever. And um, it can be... Uh, it can be pretty frustrating for you, but on the other hand, it can be a real joy to see other people catching fish and maybe, uh, you know, be their photographer or help them, you know, land and release the fish or whatever and just uh, enjoying being out uh, with somebody who has a bit of luck and um, particularly the photography part can actually be quite a relief if, you, if you've if you been 
fishing for a whole day and nothing has happened you can you can just grab your camera and just walk around taking taking nice pictures of, uh, of uh, everybody else and uh, and the scenery and whatever that's a pretty good way to get out of your your skunkness uh, and just trying to get the best out of the day I usually take quite a lot of pictures as most of you probably know um, and I really enjoy getting back home uh, with with a lot of uh, nice photos um, so that could be a solution another really 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 good solution one that I love and that I know most of my friends love is just lying down on the bank take the weight of your legs and just lie down put your hood up and your cap over your eyes and just sleep really really the best sleep you can get there's nothing better than a, a beach or banks getting getting a nap there just enjoying that you're absolutely free of everything and you have no obligations of any kind you can just lie down and just look into the sky and just enjoy the relaxation that's really really a good way of getting your mind cleansed and and getting your thoughts off whatever might frustrate you particularly of course uh, not catching anything and by sleeping you actually obtain two things you get a lot of rest and it, at the same time you give the water a break and and maybe you give the fish a bit of a chance to return if they've been uh, scared off by your casting or by your movement in the water and uh, well I, I really think that's one of the best uh, best ways of uh, of avoiding the the skunk man's frustration just relax of course you can also apply some you know more drastic tactics or whatever you would call it you can just stay home if the weather is like it is today pretty cold cloudy windy and the water is cold and you know you know it's a bad time of year it's absolutely far from high season well you can just stay home now do something else watch a DVD or read a book or tie some flies or whatever of course uh, it's a it's a pretty lousy way of not not being skunked because of course you're not skunked on a trip but you don't catch anything so you might actually think that that's a stupid solution but um, sometimes it's actually better just to avoid the whole situation and and not go as I said particularly this time of year the the, the chance of, of positive surprises on a day like this are really skinny you know it's uh, it's not like it's going to explode. We know that it's never ever exploded in February. We have run into, you know, maybe a small school of fish and caught a, a few nice fish. We may catch a big kelp. If we're five guys, it's going to be a really, really lucky day if everybody's going to catch a fish. But, you know, if you don't want to expose yourself to the risk of going without catching, well, then don't go. So, what else can you do? in order not to be skunked. Well, one thing that I'm probably going to cover, and I think I've promised that a couple of times already, uh, uh, that I'm going to cover in a future episode of this, this is, is leaders. Um, the choice of, of leaders. 
is one thing that many people seem to overlook in in the, the, the way that um, the, the importance of a, a proper leader for the for the job is is cannot be underestimated if you're fishing for fish that have the least uh, kind of natural behavior they will they will spook and uh, your fly needs to land correctly and everything needs to be in order and, and if you want to obtain that you need a, a good leader and and the proper leader um, it's uh, it's uh, it's a way of uh, of avoiding particularly avoiding scaring fish a leader that turns over the fly nicely makes sure that your fly actually lands in front of the fly line and delivers the fly nicely uh, with a with a small dimple in the water is, is really important if you're if you're catch casting over fish that that don't really do anything or or you know, that you spook or something like that you can you can of course always train your casting but you can also make sure that you have a leader which is really really good and does the job as it should bad leaders are really uh, because of, of, of many many people not catching anything and I'm definitely going to cover the whole leader thing in a in a future episode I know that Steve who's the the, the leader man of the global five fisher staff Steve Schweitzer he is um, he's currently uh, finishing a new version of his uh, leader calc uh, spreadsheet system which is uh, a, a huge uh, spreadsheet for your computer where you can where you can enter different uh, specs and different demands on your leader and you can you can get a whole bunch hundreds literally hundreds and hundreds of different leader leader formulas for you to hand tie and and so that you can get the exact leader that you that you need to to do a proper job whether you need to deliver a popper for bass or a, a small dry fly or a big streamer or a big pike fly uh, Steve's uh, Steve's leader calc has a, a bunch of uh, of different formulas that you can uh, that you can play around with and uh, there is a ver version online currently which is uh, which is adequate for most users no doubt about it, it has all all the leaders that I can imagine ever needing but as I said he has a new version on the way which um, which is uh, even more rich with facilities and, and leader formulas, so that's probably worth waiting for. Um, it'll be online soon, as far as I, I've, uh, I've, I've heard him, him say, it's, uh, it's almost finished. So, well, as I said, a lot of things you can do in order not to, to go fishless. Um, one last thing that I may mention here is a thing that in some places causes a bit of controversy but in other places are very very um, very common that's of course to practice catch and release if you want to catch fish well the less fish you re remove from the water the m bigger the chance that you catch a fish the next time you go and if you want to keep fish it's fine with me I often keep fish when I fish but uh, don't keep more than you can use and don't spoil or ruin the fishing for yourself and others uh, that come back in the future if uh, if you kill everything you you hook well you're basically going to empty the water and uh, 
and finally there will be nothing to catch and you will definitely be skunked every time you go it's been it's been seen all over the world and in many 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 places that uh, that catch and kill uh, is not the way to go particularly on on heavily fished waters so let that be the final remark of this fairly short podcast from uh, from the Danish coast where I've now been fishing for I don't know five six seven hours or something and haven't felt or seen or anything a fish at the end of my line I've seen a couple of fish on the end of other people's lines but that's not exactly the same even though I enjoy seeing other people catching fish I still prefer catching them myself so the final remark is go out fishing but take care fish are the scarce resource in many places and uh, the more you release the bigger the chance that uh, you won't be skunked the next time you go take care and go fishing and uh, bye bye from martin jorgensen partner on the global fly fisher
That was track number 15 from the album Pretty Girl Blues by Jag from Magnatune.com.